Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It is Friday, July the 22nd. Take your Bible and go to Psalm 22 if you have that available and handy. Psalm 22, and yesterday we were in this psalm and we called it the fifth gospel. The reason is because it gives in minute detail the description of the cross. It's really Christ speaking from the cross and then later about the cross. And today we see the victory that there is in the cross. You know, when we looked at the cross yesterday here in Psalm 22, we saw sorrow, anguish, pain, weeping. But then today we look at the cross, we look back at the cross, and we see great victory. A classic 19th century work entitled Christ on the Cross contains a sermon from every verse in this chapter written by a preacher named Jay Stevenson. And I'll give you today the title of each of his sermons before I read each verse, beginning in verse 22 through verse 31. Verse 22 today, titled, The Gratitude. The Bible says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. Soon after Jesus rose again, he said, go to my brethren. He had to get first to his brethren. Those that believed on him were his brethren. He delights in his church. Verse 23, the invitation. The Bible says, ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all ye the seed of Israel. I'm going to give you three suggestions throughout the course of this study today of phrases that you might underline. And the first one today is in verse 23, ye that fear the Lord, praise him. Underline that. Fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when we do fear God, as in honor God, obey God, we praise and glorify him. If you're not praising God, you don't really fear God. But ye that fear the Lord, praise him. Verse 24, the testimony. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither hath he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. Well, that's a testimony right there. It starts, the verse starts, for he hath not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Now, what does that mean? You ought to praise the Lord. You ought to glorify God. And here's a reason. Here's your second phrase to underline. The last bit of verse 24. But when he cried unto him, he heard. This means that the reason for praising is that God hears. If you need help praising God right now, know that when you cry out to him in your affliction, he hears you. It might not seem like he hears you. Christ was forsaken upon the cross, but even then the Father heard him. Praise the Lord. Verse 25, the vow. My praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. My praise shall be of thee. Christ only praises his Father in this chapter. He is full of praise. Our lives must be only for the praise of God. 
I hope you have a great Sunday. And this weekend, I hope you're at that good Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church where they lift Christ high and they lift the Word of God high, a place where you can be involved. Maybe you'll sing in the choir. Maybe you'll teach a Sunday school class. At least shake hands at the door. Try to go find somebody you don't know. Find a visitor. Make them feel welcome. Sit up towards the front. Give an amen during the preaching. Church is your opportunity to serve others. You get out what you put in. If you go looking to be a blessing, you will receive a blessing. But on Sunday, be careful that whatever you do, it's not for the praise of you, but you need to do it all to the glory of God. Verse 26, the Bible says, The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. The eternal life. Jesus said that whosoever eats the bread of life will live forever. He is that bread of life. Eternal life is granted through the Lord Jesus Christ and his completed work upon the cross and his resurrection. Verse 27, the conversion of the world. The Bible says, all the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. It is our job as believers to get the gospel to the world. Christ's last command to the church should be our first priority as the church, the Great Commission. And while the gospel is an invitation to every single person, there will be some who reject it. But some from all nations will believe. We thank God for missionaries who go all over the world getting the gospel to the world. But one day, even though some reject now, everyone from all nations will see Christ visibly return to the earth, and they will have no choice but to bow their knee, and no choice but to have their tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. One day you will confess but if you have not put your faith in the Lord Jesus at that time, then for you it will be too late. Now is the day of salvation. You have right now as an opportunity to put your faith in Jesus Christ. If for you death comes before then, it will be too late. Don't delay being saved. Verse 28, For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. The title there is the enthronement. When he does return, he'll sit upon the throne of David and rule. Verse 29, we see the author of our faith. The Bible says, All they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him. And none can keep alive his own soul. This is the third and final statement you might underline. None can keep alive his own soul. This verse is saying quite a bit, but I want you to notice something that everyone has in common. You know, people very much are different, aren't they? Just look around. Maybe if you live in a small town, you'll look around and people are very similar, but even then there's, there's differences. But as you look around the world, there are a lot of differences. I guess even in a small town, there are differences. There's often a good part of town, a bad part of town, I was uh, preaching at a church recently and talking to somebody who lived right near there, and uh, 
I said, well, I don't know if you want to come. It's in a bad neighborhood. And he was basically the neighbor at the church. So I'm just kidding though. But you know, sometimes you'll, you'll uh, have a, a, a town where there really is a, a good variety and some people are rich, some are poor, some eat well, while others don't eat so well. If you look at countries, some countries generally eat pretty well. United States of America, holy cow, we eat pretty well. While some in impoverished countries literally starve to death. That's that's happening today, especially with the, the food crisis brought on by the uh, war by Russia against Ukraine. Some in the world have shots and medicine their whole life. They have excellent nutrition. They exercise. They're blessed with a long life. But one thing everyone has in common is this, and that's the phrase I had you underline. None can keep alive his own soul. And that's the reason for the urgency of the gospel. You might be athletic, great with money, have property, a retirement plan, friends and family to help you and take care of you. But something you can't do is keep alive your own soul. One day, you will draw your last breath. You will close your eyes and they will not open again. And only Jesus can save your soul. Your soul at that point of death will go somewhere forever, heaven or hell. Both are literal places the Bible describes. Heaven, a place of rejoicing. Heaven described as eternal life, perfection. Hell as a place of eternal death and torment. And only Jesus can save that soul. Verse 30, the seed. The Bible says a seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. The seed there likely refers to those who believe in Jesus Christ, who are saved to serve. And what is the primary way in which you and I serve the Lord? By declaring his righteousness. Look at verse 31, the last verse. They shall come, the seed, and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that he hath done this. I said before that not everyone will receive the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, but some will. And when someone gets saved, Jesus calls that being born again. At that moment when someone gives their life to Christ, their soul to Christ, they become a totally new person. I was five years old when I got saved and asked Jesus to save me. And the Bible calls it the new man. At that point, the person has the Holy Spirit of God on the inside, saved, on your way to heaven. Somebody asked me right now, if I died today, would I go to heaven? I would offer no uncertainty. I would not hesitate. I would say, absolutely, on the authority of the Bible, I am going to heaven when I die. Now, you might think that sounds a little bit arrogant, but not at all, because it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with what Jesus did on the cross for me. He died to save me from my sins and the penalty of my sins, which is eternal death in a lake of fire, that place called hell. But Jesus said, that if we put our faith in him, we'll be saved. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. 
Are you saved today? If not, you can be. On the basis of the victory won on the cross by the Son of God, Jesus Christ the righteous. And if you're not saved, you can do that right now. You don't have to be in a church. You don't have to be in a special chapel or a place or have a minister with you or anything. From your heart right now, admit to God your sin. Confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died for your sin and rose again. Believe upon him alone and ask him to save you by faith, and he will. Well, friend, I hope you have a wonderful Sunday this weekend. Listen, if you are enjoying the Daily Rejoicing Podcast, why don't you hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app, perhaps leave us a review. It'll allow the podcast to reach more people when they're looking for something to encourage them in the Lord. If you have questions or comments, you can email me at pastor at dailyrejoicing.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you Monday right here on the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. God bless you.